This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, I am so excited to talk to our guest because he's going to talk to us about, you know, eh, eh, oh my gosh, I have this business and it all I do is work. I don't really get ahead. Oh, I'm spinning my wheels. Am I really supposed to be doing this? Um, and Josh and his business partner have developed a system to help all of us through that. And yeah, you know what? I'm going to raise my hand and say, I feel that way often too. So please join me in welcoming Josh Fonger to our program today. Welcome, Josh. <laughs> Glad to be here, Deb. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we mm -hmm. will just jump right into this. So Josh Fonger is a business performance architect and the co-founder of Work the System. He is an international business consultant, coach, and speaker. He's had the unique experience of personally helping hundreds of businesses grow simply using the WTS method. His specialty is taking stressed out entrepreneurs from working in their business to working on their business using systems so that profit and freedom become a consistent mechanical reality. So again, Josh, welcome. <laughs> Glad to be here, Deb. Again. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, let's let's go back just a little bit. How is it that you decided that this is your passion in life? Wow, passion in life. Well, uh, it wasn't by choice. It kind of found me. Uh, it's kind of a funny story. Mm -hmm. Actually, when I was getting my MBA, I wrote a thesis paper about why you should never hire a business coach or a consultant. So <laughs> that was it. what I thought. Yeah. And at the time, I was working full time, full time in real mm -hmm. estate development. So I was a project manager. And um, as as we all know, that crashed. I live in Arizona, and I could not find any work. I applied for jobs all around the world, mm -hmm. thousands of applications, and the only job I could find after nine months of searching uh, that didn't give me a ninety percent pay decrease mm -hmm. was to be a business consultant. And so I thought, well, anyway, you know, I think, mm, okay. <laughs> I, I think, I think God's trying to tell me something here. So basically I thought, you know, um, and maybe there, maybe there's a reason why I'm doing the job, the job that I thought had no value. Maybe it actually does have value. Mm -hmm. So I ended up doing it, um, had some really good success with some first clients and just, mm -hmm. just fell in love with it, uh, because I, I really enjoy business strategy and, um, you know, kind of architecting mm -hmm. solutions that give people freedom. And so, um, after that, I just knew that was, that was it. That was my calling. Great. Well, you know, I, I mentioned your partner who is Sam Carpenter and he wrote this great book, Work the System, and I can't read it backwards, so I have to turn it this way, The Simple Mechanics of Making More and Working Less. And this is the system that you use, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's, I, I haven't had the opportunity yet to read the book, but I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. But it addresses the fact that, you know, for so many small business owners and entrepreneurs, we really do feel like we're spinning our wheels. We work mm -hmm. and we work and we work and we work and we never really get ahead 
or we get ahead and then we slide back, you know, all these various things. And, and, you know, and I hear that all the time from people, you know, or I'll see them and they'll say, oh yeah, you know, I shut down my business and I've gone back to work in, in, you know, for a corporation, you know, all those various things. So tell us what work the system system is and and you know let's let's really get into this uh yeah well so there's, there's four key pillars to the work the system method okay and uh, they really fit with with all business we've worked with companies startups uh pre-revenue to two billion dollar companies mm-hmm. and uh we first focus on the mindset to make sure that owners or leaders have the right mindset okay. they are objectively looking down their business mm-hmm. and that's the first piece mm-hmm. uh, we call it outside and slightly elevated mm-hmm the uh, the second piece of the puzzle is having a strategic objective. So making making sure they actually have a clear strategy. They actually know where they're going. They okay. know how they're going to get there, and they have a plan. And it's aligned. It's a you know the products, their pricing, their marketing, their sales, their operations, the customers. It's all in alignment, and it actually makes sense. And so mm-hmm. people want to follow them. It's it's just good leadership. So mm-hmm. we make sure they have that. Make sure they have operating principles, so the principles at which they're going to make decisions mm-hmm. so that everyone can assimilate around those. And then we have procedures. So basically, each of the separate tasks that you do in your business, uh, how you lock up the doors at night, how you make an ice cream cone if you or an ice cream cone shop, uh, all those different things now have recipes for how to do it mm-hmm. the best mm-hmm. way. And the idea is that as you build separate pieces of your business, these little assets, mm-hmm. um, each one is going to build on the next. Before long, you're going to have 100 pieces of the puzzle, whereas before you were just going in circles. Okay. And so that's what we work on with businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just purely anecdotally, based on people that I have talked with and, and worked with, so many small business owners don't even have, you know, all of those things that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. They might not even know why they went into business. (laughs) They got Mm -hmm. fired. They got laid off. They decided to quit. They thought, oh, hey, it sounds fun. Let's go do that. Uh, You know, all those various things. And more importantly, they have no plan. You know, they're just really trying to get through every single day. Um, You know, and, and, you know, when you ask them, where do you want to be in five years? you get the deer in headlights look, you know, let alone where do you want to be, you know, further down the road. And for many of them, they really don't know month to month, um, you mm-hmm. know, what's, what's going to happen. So how do you really, you know, how do, how do you start at the beginning with folks like that? <laughs> yeah. Well, so there's, there's some common things that really uh, make you hit a glass ceiling. Okay. It's a ceiling that you think is there. You think it's strong. You're on a mm-hmm. plateau. And you don't understand why you haven't broken free. Mm-hmm. We call it a right. yo-yo business. So basically, mm-hmm. you work a lot of hours. You make some more money. Mm-hmm. And you burn out. You work less mm-hmm. hours. You make less money. You get scared. You make more. You work. And you go back and forth. And, um, you know, two, four, five, 10, 15 years, you do that. And eventually, there's a string of bad things that all happen at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get sick. Your kids get sick. Your best employee leaves. Whatever machine breaks, mm-hmm. um, insurance claim, and then you're you got a business. That's essentially mm-hmm. what it is. Because most companies are worth zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't sell them for anything. Right. Uh, they can't pass them down to anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just a, a slave to it until they mm-hmm. till they die. <laughs> it's pretty right. sad, actually. Right. Um, and that's average. That's above average. That's even great companies. Mm-hmm. It's really just the, the top of the top percent mm-hmm. that actually do it right. Mm-hmm. And so. What we do is help people get beyond that uh, plateau. Mm-hmm. And so one of it is, um, you know, like I've worked with a thousand clients at this point. Um, one of the main things that I've realized is that their, their mindset is wrong. They have limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't actually 
believe they can do it. They don't uh, believe in themselves. They don't believe in their product. Just those beliefs hold them back. Mm-hmm. Um, that, if you would have asked me five, 10 years ago, I would have said, oh, it's just a structure. But right. I'm realizing more and more, it's just this head game. It's really holding mm-hmm. a lot of entrepreneurs back. Mm-hmm. You know, they really could be doing great things, but they just, mm-hmm. um, they're stuck in their head. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing that hits them, that, that ceiling is, maybe their head's right, but they've never actually put a clear plan in place. Mm-hmm. And they just say, oh, the plan's in my head. Mm-hmm. Well, that means they have no plan. Right. And <laughs> they're always going to be, you know, the plan's going to be um, moved back and forth based on emotions, going to move back and forth based on their Facebook feed, based on their latest client telling mm-hmm. them something they're, they're going to just be tossed in the wind uh, mm-hmm. forever. And so that's the second main thing that's going to hit that plateau mm-hmm. for you. Uh, the third thing is your team. So if you have the right mindset and you have the right vision, but you just, you won't let anyone else do the work mm-hmm. or the people that you've drawn close to you are B and C players. Mm-hmm. You're just going to plateau because of your team. Mm-hmm. Um, you're never going to hit beyond a certain level. And that level can be high. Like I, mm-hmm. I had a client who was um, an attorney and he was doing... Uh, I'm going to guess wrong. It was either $700,000 or $800,000 a year mm-hmm. in personal income. Mm. That's pretty good. That but, he was, mm-hmm. but he was working, uh, you know, he was working 80 hours a week, mm-hmm. uh, you know, no, no weekends off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was a smart guy, mm-hmm. but he wasn't building a team. Mm-hmm. He actually slow down, lower sales, build up his team. If it was going to go beyond that, otherwise he was, he was just, he was stuck. It was never getting beyond that. Right. Um, next thing is business systems mm-hmm. or so all this is part of our program. So business mm-hmm. systems would be, um, any element in your business that is a repeatable task, mm-hmm. such as, you know, how you answer the phone, mm-hmm. how you make that product, how do you do this, close the sale, uh, how do you set up your company voicemail, mm-hmm. c- uh, customer service guidelines, investment guidelines, communication guidelines, um, all those components of your business. Mm-hmm. And so you know, those people who read Sam's book, uh, book, Work the System, the one, one behind me and the one you showed, uh, he talks about how he went from essentially having zero things documented, it was all in his head, to um, really enabling his team so they could document the systems of the business. Mm-hmm. And so now they have 400 systems. That, I mean, they've been doing this for mm-hmm. 20 years now. Right. But those are the business systems. Mm-hmm. And so now it carries on as an entity producing value without mm-hmm. him there based on the clear strategy mm-hmm. and the vision. And the last thing is personal systems. So if you get all this stuff right, but you as a person um, are, are a mess mm-hmm. <laughs> dysfunctionally, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you can't seem to get uh, self-control down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're staying up late. You're drinking 10 cups of coffee a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're not or 10 yourself. cups of something. Mm-hmm. Something. <laughs> Maybe both, right? And so, um, you know, if if you don't have your personal systems in place, then over time, you know, your relationships, any of those things, mm-hmm. um, it's going to destroy your business. Right. And so, uh, we take a pretty comprehensive approach and mm-hmm. first it's determining what, what is the wall they've hit. Mm-hmm. And we identify that early on, get past that. And everybody hits all these walls mm-hmm. at different right. times, at different, mm-hmm. you know, different seasons. We want to get past those and then just build the framework. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, the reality is, um, it's not going to happen in a day. It's not going to happen in a right. week. Uh, we, we say that we work with adult, it's adults only content. Like we, <laughs> we, we only work with mature business owners. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it doesn't mean you have to be old. It just means no. that you have to be ready to actually, mm-hmm. I mean, are you going to build something that's worth something? Right. Or are you just going to pretend like you're building something mm-hmm. and then go out of business eventually? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, once people are ready for that, um, you know, they looked in the mirror and they're ready for a change. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when we start helping them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's start at the beginning. And I know that it's not really 
you know, you have to do this, then you have to do this. You know, as you said, people hit these at, at various things. But the first one is, you know, is that mindset. Um, you know, for so many people, they're told, really? You're going to go into business yourself? Why would you think you could do that? Um, you know, and then that little voice gets internalized. And, mm-hmm. and, and we are just playing at it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I actually remember years ago when I first was, was starting in business, I had a business coach who told me that very specifically, um, because I had started my business, but it was just kind of here on the side Mm -hmm. and it was fun and I did it whenever. And, you know, but I had a full-time job. Now I loved it. You know, it was, and it was great. And it, you know, all those various things, but so I was torn, you know, which one did I want to do? And so I was talking to a business coach and she told me that until I had to make wise women communications work, it was not going to work because I was playing at it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and really making that decision was one of the hardest things I ever had to do because, as I said, I liked where I was. I liked the people I was working with. Now, a lot of people, you know, they, they don't have that situation. But, you know, it's it, actually thinking, okay, I have to make this work has got to be one of the toughest decisions that there is. Yeah, well, it, exactly. And in, in my case, it, it was easy because, <laughs> you know, I had a few you kids. You had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wife was at home. Um, I mean, my, my um, it's funny. So I got started in consulting with someone under, different than Sam Carpenter. Mm-hmm. I first got started and um, the I basically had a list, a list of a couple mm-hmm. thousand people. And the guy said, hey, well, if you can make some sales off this cold list, uh, then you can start working with me as a consultant. And um, there was about 3,000 names. It was the month mm-hmm. of December. And Ooh. I had to sell these people on buying a business uh, budgeting software at the so, end of the year. Yes. So <laughs> do you want do you want someone to build your budgeting mm-hmm. software for you for two thousand mm-hmm. dollars? And it was telephone sales, and that's all oh, I did. That's grinded brutal. That. And he said, <laughs> he said you can keep half the money you sell, and you build. I built I built the mm-hmm. models for them, the financial models, and um, yeah. But you know, made eight thousand dollars in December. Nice. You know, kept the lights mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, well, you're in. And then I just kept working with mm-hmm. them. And, um, but it was one of those things where we had to eat. Mm-hmm. So right. um, you got to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's an easy decision then. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and so many times small business owners, you know, one of the big things that they get from their support system is when are you going to go back and get a real job? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and it's that whole real job mentality where even if we take it seriously, even if we think we can make this successful, when the people around us are saying, hey, you don't have a real job, that's what makes it really complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and a lot of the um, online jobs nowadays are not seen as real jobs. Mm-hmm. So right. uh, it's getting there though. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's getting there. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's just, it's time. And most people are, you know, when when you're changing and they're not changing, they they don't like. Oh, it's that, hard. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, they they can feel threatened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and 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 you know, there are certainly people. We do sometimes need those people in our lives as kind of that reality check. Mm-hmm. But it should be making us go through those steps and say, "Wait a minute, this is my real job, and here mm-hmm. is why." Um, you know, or, or it will be a real job and, and here is why. And, and so it's, yeah, it's getting past that first hurdle of it is a real job and I can do it that, you know, is, is obviously one of the most difficult sometimes to make. Yeah. Well, um, it was it Simon, Simon Sinek with the, uh, the, the why, I mean, I think determining your, your why is, is mm-hmm. critical 
and thinking that through. And, you know, it, it might meander and it might change from time mm-hmm. to time, but really a determined, um, I think it's important to do some introspective on who you are, mm-hmm. who you serve and how you produce value. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as long as you can kind of think that through and it might adjust uh, from season to season, but mm-hmm. that's a big thing mm-hmm. in giving your work meaning, because I think the work that you do, you know, whether it's putting, mm-hmm. I've got a client who, uh, they put, uh, they sell tires, mm-hmm. right? But uh, they've great, got a great culture. We're mm-hmm. continuing to grow that up because they're why it's important. People need tires on cars. It's mm-hmm. an important thing. Yeah. I mean, they're so. saving people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, you know, and, and, and it's funny because that why sometimes does get lost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, because for many people, you know, when you say, why are you doing this? Because I have to make money, right? <laughs> and and that, right. that is true. You know, if, if we didn't have to make money, we'd go volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? But we, so we have to be in business to make money, mm-hmm. um, you know, but it's the, the in-between part, you know, that, that is the, the most important. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So we, we definitely spend a chunk of our time on that. Um, but there are tons of experts on mm-hmm. really thinking through that. I can't say that I'm an expert on that, mm-hmm. uh, but I make sure that we first address it and, you know, we kill off all the bad habits, mm-hmm. you know, infuse some good reasons why they do what they do. Mm-hmm. We also set people some goals. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what would you do with more time? What would you mm-hmm. do with more money? What would your life be like with less stress? What would your family be like? And we like to let people know that their current reality doesn't have to be their future reality. Right. There is a way. Mm-hmm. And so we really want to paint that future reality, let them custom paint mm-hmm. that. And then we say, okay, well, there are some steps to get there. Mm-hmm. Do you, How bad do you want it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we've got a track record that if you work with us, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, our shortest program is four months long because mm-hmm. we know you got to do it over time, mm-hmm. over, over reality. Right. Um, but we did a survey of people who go through our programs and it's, um, what is it? Uh, their, it their personal income goes up uh, by $41,000 a year. It's, nice. Um, their personal time, mm-hmm. they get 10 hours and 14 minutes back every week after mm-hmm. they systemize their business mm-hmm. and their stress level goes down by over 34%. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is, that's not going to happen unless you have a, a strong reason why it's kind of interesting. So some of my best clients are the ones that have the worst circumstances is like, mm-hmm. um, they, you know, their, the kid has an illness mm-hmm. or, you know, one of their key partners had a stroke or someone passed away or just, you know, just horrible things have happened recently. You know, someone, uh, you know, stole their biggest clients and they're almost went bankrupt, mm-hmm. like really, really scary things have happened mm-hmm. to them. And then they're like, okay, finally, I'm going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And then they just have amazing success. Right. Um, it's the ones that are comfortable with this um, mediocrity. Mm-hmm. They, they'll just stay there. Right. Uh, so we have to kind of shake them up a little bit mm-hmm. and then tell them, hey, that future mm-hmm. is not just good for you. It's good for everyone around right. you if you're a good person. Mm-hmm. And um, that's exciting. And you should really go for that as opposed to just staying back here, mm-hmm. which is dangerous. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean... Fear is a good mo- motivator, but I, I tell people like this place you're in is really dangerous. Like you only have one good supplier. Mm-hmm. Actually, you only have one good employee or you mm-hmm. only have one good, like you're a week away from going out of business. Right. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. are, and they have this false sense of um, resilience that is mm-hmm. just not true. I've, I've worked with a lot of companies through bankruptcy. I've worked with a lot of companies mm-hmm. that have had to shut things down, close things off. Um, it's not fun. Right. <laughs> and, and so I, I really want to let them know, hey, you have to take action now mm-hmm. and you need to have multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. You need to have right. multiple streams of leads. You need to have multiple products and services. You mm-hmm. need to have some cash reserves. You mm-hmm. need to have these things in place, you know, a team. And mm-hmm. if you don't, 
you're so close mm-hmm. to going under right. and you just don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. You know, I had that happen years ago when I worked for an agency. Um, we had a client that was a long-term client. I mean, they had been with them for well over 10 years. Um, you know, and, and it was just one of those things that you said every year, you're going to renew. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody even really looked at the contracts, did anything. And, and they were, close to, if not 50% of the income for this business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was, it was a big chunk. And what happened was, of course, they got a new director of marketing who said, I don't need to work with an outside firm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and we were stuck. I mean, and, and I remember our owner of the, the agency going and meeting with the owner of the company and saying, no, 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 we've worked with you for years. You need to, you need to keep us on board. And he said, but I hired this guy. I hired this guy to do what you do. Um, You know, and, and so obviously there had been other things that were probably brewing. You know, it wasn't just, oh, look, let's go hire this new guy. It was, they weren't happy with things. Um, and, and that's a big part of all of this is, you know, where it, it, you don't see those obvious signs, um, you know, where maybe they had been drawing back from us or maybe they'd been pushing back on some of the ideas, you know, all of those things. And that's really hard when you are that, that business person is to see, you know, wait a minute, this might not be going the way we want. You know, are they returning phone calls, emails? You know, this was before email um, or, you know, before we had a lot of email. But were they, you know, and, and, and clearly we did miss the signs, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, and that company then dramatically changed. You know, they, they had to lay people off. They, you know, had to make some major changes. And because they had never planned, they had absolutely no idea what to do. And, and you know, and, and that is why planning is so important. And, you know, and we're not talking, obviously, about the one-inch binder that sits on the shelf behind you that's your marketing plan that you hired a firm to do and you went, oh, isn't this special? And then you put it back there and you never paid any attention to it. What type of planning really are you talking about? Uh, well, we... Instead of having a uh, vision, values, mission, five-year plan, 10-year plan, all this stuff, we kind of wrap them all into one single page document. Okay. So all of those ideas one go page? into one, one page oh. and it, it needs to be succinct mm-hmm. because um, if it gets beyond that, it's just too complex, Fluff. too convoluted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, there's no room for extra language. Mm-hmm. And so it's a one-page strategic objective. Ooh, and it's like basically, um, you know, if you're looking down your business, 50,000 foot view down, mm-hmm. and you want to look, you know, the course of the entire life cycle of your business, mm-hmm. exactly where are you going mm-hmm. and how are you going to get there? So what is the end destination mm-hmm. and what are the steps to get there? And it, within that document, we've got a whole plan for doing it. Uh, you're going to clearly write down, um, you know, who your customers are, mm-hmm. how your team is. Mm-hmm. And this is describing things as you're going to build them to be, not current oh, okay. reality. Okay. Right. So even if you are a solopreneur, you're mm-hmm. still going to cast that vision and mm-hmm. people are going to be attracted to it. Right. And they're going to want to be a part of something mm-hmm. and someone that's going mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so you're describing what that is, you know, whether mm-hmm. your product or service is going to be the best, um, who it's going to serve, how it's going to serve them. And you know, how are you going to attract leads? How mm-hmm. are you going to sell to them? You kind of like the, the, the essentials, the essentials mm-hmm. strategically of your entire business go on this one page document. Mm-hmm. And then once you have that, Everybody in the company knows how their specific work, their day-to-day work mm-hmm. contributes to that overall um, strategic plan actually happening. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's critical. Um, again, when I first met Sam, 
I thought, you know, isn't it important just to get to the day-to-day work, you know, the, mm-hmm. the work that actually matters. Right. And more and more, um, you know, we've been kind of partners for the last eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that without having something, a foundation to build everything else on, mm-hmm. um, it's never going to stick. It's never going to last. You're never going to stay to it, stay true to it long-term. And it's going to allow you as the owner to say, you know what, these things are coming and distracting me, but this is still our mm-hmm. core. This is still what's true. This is still what we're going after. Um, Otherwise, you, you will definitely just you'll meander and you'll burn up so much right. wasted time and energy. Right. Well, and the important thing is, as you said, it's written down. It's not up mm-hmm. in here. Even if you are your business and you have no one else, you know, because it, it, you can see it, you know, and, and it shouldn't be, you know, stuck off in the corner somewhere. Maybe maybe you frame it. I mean, you know, maybe you give it a, a place of honor because it should have a, a place of, of prominence, um, yep. you know, and, and, and of course, you know, it's... It, it, it really is to keep us from doing the squirrel, you know, or, Oh, this sounds good. That sounds good. Um, you know, when, and it doesn't matter what it is, you know, it could be, you know, the, the, you know we've all seen businesses that have the product of the month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this sounds good. That sounds good. Let's, let's do this. Let's do that. Um, you know, I think a lot of people do that with their marketing. Let's mm-hmm. try Facebook ads this month. Let's try Instagram ads this month. Let's do direct mail. And, you know, granted that that's probably not in the strategic plan, mm-hmm. but what's in the strategic plan helps you to determine how mm-hmm. your marketing is, is going to take place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, and if you're new to business, you might even have a strategic plan that actually has, um, some sequence to it. So you mm-hmm. might say, right. we're going to grow by going direct to anybody who knows mm-hmm. us, likes us and trusts us already, mm-hmm. um, in a physical way and mm-hmm. then move on to digital platforms mm-hmm. that are inexpensive. Mm-hmm. And then once we have, um, you know, really satisfied those people and, and milk that for all it's worth, we're going to move on to uh, scalable advertising solutions mm-hmm. um, such as Facebook and Instagram. So you might mm-hmm. kind of lay it out that way mm-hmm. um, as opposed to we're going to market a lot. Right. What does that, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and I, What's and, a lot. <laughs> and we've, we've, um, I mean, most of my clients, I realized that, there's there's a million dollars of business just sitting on their lap right now. They're not mm-hmm. tapping into, and they're just chasing the next. They think easy funnel or easy right. advertising technique, mm-hmm. and they're just not willing to go to people in their network mm-hmm. and really um, serve them, listen to their needs, mm-hmm. and and fulfill those those needs because uh, there's a lot of a lot of money just sitting right there. Mm-hmm. Right. So. You know, and we do look for the easy way, you know, and, and so it could be, oh, I'm, I'm going to start using Facebook or, you know, LinkedIn or, you know, whatever it is, I'm going to attend network meetings. And, and, and you mentioned something that's very critical, and that's why aren't we reaching out to the people who already know us? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it, it can be friends, family, whatever, you know, and just because they might not do business with us. Mm-hmm. Still doesn't mean they can't be our advocates, and I mm-hmm. think that's what many people tend to forget. Yeah, I mean, this is a, a childhood story. I probably I don't think I've told it to me before, but um, I started a window washing business when I was uh, seventeen, I believe, mm-hmm. and and basically, and I would make two hundred bucks a day as a seventeen-year-old. Oh, that's actually. <laughs> I would just tell all my friends and family, people at church, "Hey, I got a window washing company." Mm-hmm. That was it. My schedule mm-hmm. was full just right. from telling people mm-hmm. I could serve them. Mm-hmm. And they were all, yeah, yeah sure. And tell them mm-hmm. I got a, a neighbor and tell this mm-hmm. person. And just mm-hmm. that was all I had to do. 
And um, I think that goes for a lot because most people who know you want you to succeed. They right. want to help you. And mm-hmm. so you just have to give them a clear way where they can help mm-hmm. you out. It's funny, I was having this very similar discussion with another guest on the program, and we were talking about the fact that one of the biggest mistakes that we make is that we assume people know what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and you know, years ago I was at a, in part of a, a networking group in, in Denver and, you know, we had the whole big thing where you went around and you gave your 30 second spiel and then you talked about what you, you know, your accomplishment for the week and what you needed, um, you know, and, and all those things. And, and we got around to one person and she said, um, that she was really struggling because she needed to hire a PR firm and she had absolutely no idea who to hire. And I sat there and I thought, I'm a PR firm. <laughs> and, but somewhere mm-hmm. in, in my 30 second spiel, my, you know, all of those things, I had assumed people knew, well, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and, and it wasn't, you know, it certainly wasn't her fault. It wasn't that she didn't pay attention or anything like that. It was that I never came out and said, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and it, you know, that was something in person. We don't do that a lot of times on social. We don't do, we don't do that a lot of times on our websites. I mean, how many times, and you've probably done this a lot, you go to somebody's homepage on their website, you read the whole thing and you think, what is it you suppose they do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they only have one or two things. Um, now, granted, it is a little bit more difficult if you have uh, you know, uh, multiple things because mm-hmm. you don't want to say we do this and this and this and this, 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 but you can generalize and then break it out by page. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, don't make people guess because of course the problem is they'll either guess wrong or they guess by going to somebody else. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there's um, a great book uh, uh, in company story brand. I think it's uh, Don Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could be mistaken on that, but, um, yeah, great, great book on how to build, build that message, mm-hmm. uh, and build out your website correctly, just to mm-hmm. be really clear about mm-hmm. that. But, um, it's, it's the nice, people don't want to be salesy. I know they don't want to pitch right. uh, their friends and family, mm-hmm. but if what you do, uh, helps people, mm-hmm. then the nicest thing you do is be real clear about right. how you do what you do. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's a service to them to know it. And it's a service to mm-hmm. them to, uh, to buy it if they need it. So mm-hmm. I think it's really important to right. be clear about that. Right. Or at least refer business to you, you know, and, and, and if you're doing something that you're thinking, well, ooh, they're not going to refer business to me. That's kind of weird. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. It might be that, that they don't have a need for whatever that product or service is, mm-hmm. but they probably know somebody who does, you know, and, and, you know, we all have, you know, pretty big networks and, you know, somewhere in there, there's probably somebody that can use what, what we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think in terms of a growth strategy, we talk about building mm-hmm. systems or building mm-hmm. long-term assets. That is an essential asset. You want to talk about cheap advertising, just, just doing that long-term mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as a lifetime uh, is an essential way to mm-hmm. keep your business growing, stable during the ups and downs. If your advertising costs go up, um, you know, if one of your lead sources dries up, if you're just doing that all the time, mm-hmm. like we're doing this podcast, right. um, those things are long-term mm-hmm. lead sources for you. Mm-hmm. And so it makes a lot of sense to do a long-term nurturing of them. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about what is kind of the, the 
the meat and potatoes. Anyhow, that's that's my assumption when I've been looking at, at your materials. And that's the systems that we have as a business. And, and it was so interesting to hear when you were talking about it at the start that it's some of it's just the really, really basic stuff. How do you answer the phone? You know, how do you respond to emails? All these various things. So why is that so absolutely critical? Yeah, well, it's, if you do something over and over again, it might seem simple to you, but to someone new, um, they're gonna have no idea how to do it. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's critical to de- to document things because mm-hmm. for one, you're gonna get better at it. It's gonna right. get optimized while mm-hmm. it's thought of. Uh, it's also going to be easier to delegate. Mm-hmm. Also, it's gonna be easier to measure. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you're gonna be able to hold people accountable to it and then set up incentives mm-hmm. for it. And then you're going to be able to find technology to automate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many reasons why you should document things. Mm-hmm. But um, the the reason why a lot of people don't do that, they think they need to document something complicated. So here's mm-hmm. a, an example. So I was working with a company that fixes nuclear power plants. So they're oh, like at a... That's as complicated as it gets. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a, it's a plumbing company that goes uh-huh. in and fixes live nuclear power plants. Mm-hmm. And... He said, Josh, I need you to help you with one system. There's only one mm-hmm. problem in my business. And it's how we write um, proposals. That's mm-hmm. it. Just proposals. Mm-hmm. Now, and I, I went there. I was like, okay, I'll fly out there and work with you on mm-hmm. this. And uh, it ends up there are 100 different processes set up that need to happen over a two-month period in order to write a proper proposal because these wow. are you know, multi-million dollar mm-hmm. proposals. Mm-hmm. And, and each one of those steps is actually pretty simple. Mm-hmm. but it's the combination of all these steps that mm-hmm. it makes it so overwhelming that really he's the only person who can actually write mm-hmm. one of these proposals uh, properly. And so once you're able to break it down into the simple pieces, because mm-hmm. almost everything in your business is simple mm-hmm. if you break it down into the simple right. pieces. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot of what we do is just take, take complex things, make mm-hmm. them simple. And so, you know, putting out an event is hard, mm-hmm. but um, is putting addresses on envelopes hard? No. You know, is putting them in the mail hard? Mm-hmm. No. Is, you know, putting this post on Facebook card? No. Mm-hmm. Is, so it's, yeah, it's a hundred different things, mm-hmm. which is, you know, overwhelming. And that's why you can't delegate it. You can't refine mm-hmm. it. You can't measure quality. You can't do anything to get better. But the, all the pieces that make it up actually are pretty simple. Mm-hmm. And so that's a big part of what we do when we systemize a company is we take all the complicated things and make them simple. Mm-hmm. And in that case, you realize, you know what? Uh, I never thought someone could do this, but now that I know it's these hundred pieces. Mm-hmm. I can actually give these 20 to this person, these 20 right. to this person. I'm going to hold on to these three because these are really, you know, take mm-hmm. a lot of experience. And then all of a sudden your work <coughs> d- dramatically decreases as an owner mm-hmm. and owners need to realize that their time is way more valuable than they give themselves credit for. Right. Um, I mean, they have to understand like, you know, for them to be doing a $10 an hour, $20 an hour, $50 an hour, hundred dollar an hour task. Mm-hmm is slowing the growth of mm-hmm. their business. So right. anything where they can pay someone to, to, to do that mm-hmm. task is a good investment in, in their future. And so that's a big hurdle we get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, and you know, it's, it's always a chicken egg thing. You know, like right. I don't have money, mm-hmm. but I want to grow the business. Mm-hmm. And so you have to do it um, simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And you also have to do it in a way that's strategic, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, lower cost labor first and, and work your way up. Mm-hmm. But um a lot of what we do is give people a plan for that, mm-hmm. and then we give them confidence to take that next step. Because without taking that step, um, again, you're just gonna be stuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're always right. stuck, right? You know, and and it is difficult for a small business owner, especially you know the the one person shop, to 
let go of things, you know, and <clears throat> yeah, right here. Um, you know, and, and it's part of it is because huh, I'm the only one that can do it right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the only one who can do it, period. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of these various things. And, and I just, well, I don't want to hire it done when I can be doing it, you know, and, but when we do let go, that it's, it's amazing. Um, you know, I have a, a producer for this program, worked with her. We're getting ready to go into our third year, um, you know, and, and absolutely love working with Kim and a big, but she was not my first virtual assistant that I hired. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I did exactly what you were saying, where I wrote down, do this, then this, then this, that it really worked. You know, when I mm-hmm. said, oh, just kind of, you know, because she can't work that way. You know, if you're, if you're giving no direction on how to do something, mm-hmm. you're going to try it, but it might, it's probably not going to be done the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so we developed, as you said, you know, templates. Here's the email that goes out when somebody confirms. Here is the email that goes out. You know, now, she's tweaked it. To, mm-hmm. to give it her personality. And more importantly, she has tweaked it as she gets questions. You know, she's getting the same question over and over again. Okay, we'll add that to the email. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and so she's been empowered to do that. Uh, she does all the social media posting. You know, I don't, I don't even look at it, which is mm-hmm. kind of funny. Um, but I know that she's going to do a great job at it. So there's no need for me to spend my time reviewing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and that's the hard part is, is actually letting go of that and trusting that person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and that really is, but when you have that, I mean, that's, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of nuggets of wisdom in that whole thing you just mentioned right mm-hmm. there. I mean, one, uh, you're proving the point that putting systems into place mm-hmm. helps frees up time, right. increases quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need to over oversee mm-hmm. as much. And also the fact that she's now owning it and tweaking it and modifying it and making mm-hmm. it better. So she understands the vision and no one is going to, I mean, it's true. If you hand somebody something, mm-hmm. they can't read your mind. They're going right. to do it worse than you at first. Mm-hmm. And, but if you tell them, Hey, here's a long-term vision, here's where mm-hmm. we're going. And here are the decisions I want mm-hmm. you to make. And here's the templates to give them a little bit of structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I oftentimes will give, um, uh, verbal messages. So I'll, I'll record my voice and just say, here are the steps. Here's mm-hmm. how I see it. Here's to mm-hmm. think what to think about. And then I'll let them write the process for themselves. Mm-hmm. But I still get to speak into how I think it should go mm-hmm. based on my experience. And then they can run with it. Um, it it's, it's essential for an owner to learn how to do this. Mm-hmm. And um, like you said, I think a lot of it has to do with um, owners belief that they really are the best at something. Mm-hmm. I have um, this one client right now, where, um, you know, chiropractic office, right? And so I work with a lot of chiropractors and dentists and orthodontists. And, and so this one, um, you know, she, she runs the, the chiropractic office, her mm-hmm. husband's the chiropractor. And she's like, well, I just got to be there because I got to do this, I got to do this, and I'm the mm-hmm. only one who could do this, and I'm the mm-hmm. only one who could do this. And I could, you know, there's like 20,000 chiropractic offices right. in the country. Like, And you're not there. <laughs> I, I think that, mm-hmm. like, do you think that you're the best in the whole country? Or do you think that Right. Maybe, just maybe, it's mm-hmm. possible that mm-hmm. someone else could answer the phones. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and, and so uh, I think part of that is just kind of getting over the fact that um, just because you hired C players or B players before mm-hmm. um, doesn't mean A players aren't out there. Mm-hmm. And again, the mind reading thing is mm-hmm. essential to get past. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and and getting over our own egos, I think, is probably one of the biggest things. You know, and, and yeah. realizing somebody might do it mm-hmm. differently. But it doesn't mean it's wrong, um, you know. And 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 I'll be honest. I mean, that is hard for me to to you know to let something go, because you mm-hmm. know 
I'm, I'm the only one who can do it right. Mm-hmm. And when somebody else does it and it's different, it's like, wow. And most of the time, I'd never even considered that, um, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's volunteer work or, you know, whatever it is. And, and then I am, I'm just like, oh, hey, that worked. That's, that's pretty cool. And many times, you know, and this is the hard part to admit, it worked better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? and, and that is hard for somebody to let go of that control and to, to figure that out. And, um, but, you know, of course, the other thing with having systems in place is it saves so much time. You know, you, mm-hmm. you mentioned that, that you know, we can cut so many hours out of our day. And, you know, good example, LinkedIn. You know, when, and when somebody is going through and doing their LinkedIn responses, you know, I do this, I get a request from somebody on LinkedIn. I have a standard response that I send to everybody and, you know, and it's never, ever, ever salesy. You know, that's one of those things that just drives me nuts, but it's cut, paste, cut, paste, cut, paste, cut, paste, cut, paste. And I have it in a document where I can cut and paste mm-hmm. so that I'm not retyping, 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 mm-hmm. retyping. Um, now, I'm, I do look at each one because mm-hmm. the worst thing is, you know, if I do cut paste and, and I needed to personalize it or, you know, something like that. So, you know, you can't totally automate. But, yeah, where you can save time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's a great example. I I used to save all my own files. I get mm-hmm. about seventy attachments a week. People's procedures they send to mm-hmm. me. Um, I used to you know save them, you know stop mm-hmm. what I'm doing, put them in the right file, mm-hmm. in the right group, in the right quarter with the right client. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I did the math, and you know a minute and a half of time per file, and um, it was like hurting the business by about thirty thousand dollars a year just in my time mm-hmm. spent saving files for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, why is my assistant not just mm-hmm. saving my files for me? Right. And, um, it, you know, <laughs> so it's kind of ridiculous, mm-hmm. but it's just all of those little things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the exercises we do, it's, mm-hmm. it's not a fun exercise, but anyone mm-hmm. listening can do it is we, we help clients to write down literally every, everything they do, you know, from the second they wake mm-hmm. up to the second they go to bed for a couple of days mm-hmm. and just look like, what are you doing? Is mm-hmm. there a way you could delegate this? Is right. there a way you can automate this? Is there a way you can delete this? Mm-hmm. Is there a way you can optimize this, you know, do it better or faster? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things you do with a little bit of thought, you could do better because like we talked about, mm-hmm. you know, dentistry before we got on the phone. You're like, mm-hmm. I bet if you wrote down a procedure for how to brush your teeth, you probably could find a way to do it right. 30 seconds mm-hmm. faster, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit better. And you're saying, you know what? I just presented, like prevented mm-hmm. all these problems in my future mm-hmm. and did this better just because I took 20 minutes to focus on one thing I mm-hmm. do every day. Right. Um, that's a tough one to delegate, though. You probably can't. Uh, <laughs> probably can't delegate that. that probably one. don't want somebody else to brush my teeth. <laughs> uh, no, but the other point I wanted to jump in on that you mentioned um, when you were talking about uh, the thing before is this idea that people don't do things the way you would do them, mm-hmm. and a lot of that has c- comes down to people's belief that their business is them, right. like they they are um, inseparable. Mm-hmm. And that kills growth, that kills your future, mm-hmm. that kills um, any ability for your company to be um, a place of value outside mm-hmm. yourself. Right. And um, so, I mean, I referenced my business partner, Sam, on this because, you know, when he was, you know, the book is about his, his transformation. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, no college degree, um, no higher education at all, no business experience. He has a company. He's sleeping there. He's living there. He's working 100-hour work weeks. Mm-hmm. He's about to go bankrupt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he changes everything. Mm-hmm. But um, now, you know, it's seven companies, multiple nonprofits. He's involved in politics. 
and he's working less than ever before. Mm -hmm. It's it's because he saw them as separate entities that create value for their intent, you know, do their intended purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, not this company is me. So I have to, like, if it goes bad, mm -hmm. then I feel bad about myself. And mm -hmm. it, you know, it, it, um, you know, really separating the two is, is hugely freeing for most people. Right. Well, and even if your company is you, you know, say mm -hmm. you're a public speaker, you know, right. somebody else really, but there are still so many things that you can delegate, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and some of it, it you know, might be simple one-time thing. You know, your website needs updated. Okay, is it the best use of your time to be mm -hmm. updating your website? Or can you hire it done? Um, you know, and, and all of these things. And, and it, that does come back to the money. You know, sure, it might cost $500, $1,000, whatever, to have somebody else update it. Mm -hmm. But if you're not focusing on what you should be doing, you're losing money during that time. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, it's a loss-loss as opposed to a win-win. <laughs> right. Well, and uh, also, I think it's important, you know, if people want to get deeper into this uh, topic, when you're identifying what you do as a business owner, mm -hmm. um, when I have owners do this, they're writing all the things they do, you know, they might do sales, they might fix the website, they might edit their own videos, mm -hmm. they might, you know, write or do all these things. And then I, I'll ask them the question, I'll go, well, then who's the business owner here? Because right. the business owners should be, mm -hmm. you know, doing joint venture partnerships, developing new products and mm -hmm. services, you know, expanding, mm -hmm. uh, you know, building the brand, the vision, um, you know, acquiring new capital, like mm -hmm. the things that an owner does, no one's doing in this company. Right. You're just doing the things that, um, you know, a staff person mm -hmm. does. And so that's why the company's not going anywhere is no one's acting as the owner of this mm -hmm. business right now. Right. And I think that's important too, is those things take time. Mm -hmm. uh, it takes time to develop. Uh, you know, a strategy it takes time to develop partnerships and, mm -hmm. and uh, to um, look at new product lines and innovation um, and marketing. Those things take a lot of time and effort and energy. And if you're burning up on website updates, mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're just stuck. Right. You know, and I, and I always mention website updates because I like playing on my website. I mean, I just enjoy doing that, uh -huh. but it is a waste of time. You know, I need to be honest about that. And so I do, and, I, and it's funny, I've talked about this multiple times. I do the 15-minute rule. If mm -hmm. it's going to take more than 15 minutes, it needs to go to somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I can't do my taxes in 15 minutes, so it's got to go to somebody else. Uh, you know, and, and, and it's, it is hard to admit that, oh my gosh, I don't know it all. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to know it all. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I take my car to somebody else to have them change the oil. Why not have somebody else work on my website? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great analogy. Um, and I've, I've gone through and, and kind of purposely not learned things mm -hmm. just because I know that if I learned how to get into WordPress, I'd probably right. play around with it. Oh, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, have, I don't do anything on social media because mm -hmm. if I learned, then I might start doing mm -hmm. stuff on there. Mm -hmm. um, and I think one thing people need to realize is that um, if you have a good team that you trust, mm -hmm. that certainly that helps, but um, it's okay if you respond in 24 hours, like right. instead of five minutes or mm -hmm. 10 minutes or two hours, mm -hmm. like it's people, unless you are doing, you know, brain surgery mm -hmm. or you're, mm -hmm. you know, you're trying to right. put a rocket ship to the moon mm -hmm. or something. Uh, almost everything can wait a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. And if you give yourself that extra five hours, 10 hours, mm -hmm. um, that's when you can start to have other people do the work. It's when right. everything has to happen like mm -hmm. right now. 
that's when you get forced having to do the work yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that, you know, it's one of our principles, having buffer time. I think having building buffer into each activity in your business allows you the space to say, oh, I could do this, mm-hmm. but it really doesn't need to be done for two days. So I'm going to mm-hmm. have someone else do this. Right. I could do this, but, you know, and then then you you give yourself that freedom. But mm-hmm. if everything has to be done, like, right now, mm-hmm. like, okay, there's a typo on your website. Right. Yeah, it's annoying, but... Is it okay if it happens tomorrow? Yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's, it's going to be just fine. Like the world will continue mm-hmm. to revolve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so in the world of uh, digital businesses, um, mistakes are so easy to correct mm-hmm. that um, I think it's one of Amazon's uh, principles that like if they, um, if people aren't making it, uh, mistakes, they're going too slow. Right. Like mm-hmm. you should be making mistakes. If you're not right. making mistakes, it's you're not, you're not pushing it. It's not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So yep. I'm going to be on that. And and I love you. Know, it, one of the things that that is talked about in the book and in your other your other materials is we have to stop just putting out fires. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that really is that that whole sense of urgency. Whether it's oh my god, I have to respond to this email right away, or uh, you know I have to post on Facebook right away. I have to do that. I have to have to have to. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you know. yeah. I've done some uh, big launches where uh, I was busy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do a podcast just like you. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just not putting a podcast out this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one's going to, you know, right. get that upset. Did the world stop? No. <laughs> it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, really, no, no one really uh, minded. You know, right. it was just fine. Which and is a little blow to your ego. But you yeah. know what? <laughs> I, it's not a big deal. And same with uh, emails, you know. Uh, you don't respond to any emails for a day or two. I, it, because you have something really important mm-hmm. that's going to take your business to the next right. level. That's mm-hmm. That's perfectly mm-hmm. fine. I think it's important to uh, block out that time. I, I'm mm-hmm. a big believer in block out time. Mm-hmm. And the more of it, the better, because you can't really make any new initiatives mm-hmm. come to life, new architecture built mm-hmm. in your business, unless you as the owner mm-hmm. drive it. A lot of times you have to drive it. And that's, that's where you want your time spent mm-hmm. is doing those things. And, and um, mm-hmm. if it's just responding to the urgent, the fires, we mentioned yeah, mm-hmm. fire prevention specialists is what we want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, you can't get anywhere in business mm-hmm. and it feels like work, but um, it's like the idea. Um, it's just, it's the dopamine. People get addicted to dopamine. Right. I mean, they get addicted to customer mm-hmm. service uh, mm-hmm. support requests. just mm-hmm. like they get addicted to Facebook. just mm-hmm. like they get addicted to YouTube is mm-hmm. it's the same chemical. Mm-hmm. And so you have to acknowledge that uh, mm-hmm. reality and kind of break free. Right. You know, and I love that you mentioned blocking out time because I'm bad about that, but I know I need to, you know, I am one of those people that my email is open all the time Mm -hmm. and, you know, and I have the preview pane so that way I can at least look to see, you know, does it need to be done right away or -hmm. can I wait? Now, of course, the problem is sometimes if I wait, it doesn't get done, Mm -hmm. but at the same point, okay, did the world stop? Because I didn't respond to that, um, you know, and, and I know that, of course, one of the biggest time wasters, uh-huh. which can be a time saver, is email. Um, uh-huh. You know, the people who only read their emails once, twice, three times a day, you know, it, they're clearly still getting work done. They're still getting business done. Uh-huh. And personally, if there's something, if somebody really needs to reach me, they know pick up the phone. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's going to be the place where I'm probably always going to respond um, and respond fairly quickly or text me. I mean, that really is the the, mm-hmm. the way to do that. But I, you know, I tell people, no, no, it really does have to be a critical emergency. You know, not, hey, you know, eh. um, but it, it's it's okay to put stuff off. And then, like I said, you know, if it really got put off 
forever must not have been that critical or they would have reminded you, you know, right. hey, Deb, mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't respond to my email. What do you think? Mm-hmm. You know, and and but yeah, even and and of course Facebook. I mean, you know, social media is my other bugaboo. And if I need to focus, of course, what I do is I turn it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have all my systems set so that they're not sending me the notifications. Um, you know, because I am I'm this the squirrel kid. You know, mm-hmm. if I go to read that, well, then I have to read that. Well, then I have to read that. And then the problem is I totally forgot what I was working on to start with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a lot of entrepreneurs are like that because mm-hmm. they're um, excitable. They're very optimistic. Mm-hmm. They're willing to take risks. They love to learn. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's, I think, that's a huge strength. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they, they need to realize the, the reality that's a huge mm-hmm. weakness as well and to determine how do they set up those boundaries, how do they set those borders, mm-hmm. you know, and whether it is check email three times a day or whatever that might be the cadence. But um, for us, we, we try to set your internal team on a communications guideline. So it's one uh-huh. of the systems we set up so that, you know, there is, um, you know, your project management tool, mm-hmm. there's going to be, uh, you know, Facebook and there's text messages and there's instant messages mm-hmm. and there's Skype and there's go to meeting and there's uh, all these different channels mm-hmm. where you can communicate with somebody. And as your team grows, so does the complexity of the communication right. and the unwritten rules and the assumptions mm-hmm. and it gets to be really clouded. And so I think it's really important that if you have a team, your team knows that, um, you know, if it's an email with a normal subject line, mm-hmm. that means respond within 24 mm-hmm. hours. If it says urgent in the subject mm-hmm. line, respond as quick yep. as you can. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's really, really urgent, then you would do a, you know, maybe a text message at the same time, but at least some kind of cadence so they know, mm-hmm. um, because, and I, I interview a lot, like, um, people have seen the movie, um, Office Space. So mm-hmm. I, go, I go around and I interview a lot of staff and see what's mm-hmm. going on. And what I think a lot of owner, owners don't understand is that when you as the owner deliver any message, text, email, phone call, any message to anybody on your team. Everybody, since since you're paying them, Mm -hmm. they're going to stop whatever they're doing and do whatever you told them. Mm -hmm. Even if it's it's totally going to screw up their workflow, it's going to be very inefficient. Mm -hmm. It's going to, you know, really mess up important projects and distract them. So you're like your your biggest distraction Mm -hmm. to your team. And so oftentimes my clients will make more money when they're not there than Mm -hmm. when they are there. Right. Because of the distractions they Mm -hmm. cause. And so what I want to do is... um, kind of help people get beyond that by coming up with these protocols, uh, these communication systems. Um, otherwise, it's no one really knows. And so they always feel like they have to check email. They always right. feel like they have to respond mm-hmm. because they don't know. But if I say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, if I get a, give you an email, it's okay if it comes back mm-hmm. to me tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know if it's urgent. But otherwise, right. keep doing what mm-hmm. you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset. I'm not... You know, I'm not sitting here waiting for a response. Mm-hmm. I, it's okay right, <laughs> if right. it takes 24 hours. Right. You know, and the ones that drive me nuts are the, the responses, thanks, okay, yes, no, no. I mean, if you're responding with just one word, you probably didn't need to respond. Um, you know, and, and uh, but, but yeah, you know, it says, and, you know, and, and then of course there's the whole CC thing. You know, if I've CC'd, and, and, you know, I worked with somebody one time who had this rule. If, if she was CC'd, she put it at the bottom of her priority. She thought, nah, uh-huh. really doesn't matter. And so then, of course, what did we do? We learned, well, don't CC her, put her, you know, even, even if it wasn't something that was critical, uh-huh. we didn't want her ignoring that. And so, yeah, she, she built an unrealistic expectation and, and, you know, and then we just fed into that. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone will come up with their own rules. And mm-hmm. so uh, we had, I was working with Sam on a political campaign 
uh, like five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And we brought in a campaign manager to help with some of the communications. And, mm-hmm. and he would send an email about some, some uh, you know, press release. Mm-hmm. And then within five minutes, he would send a text message to us. Oh. And then mm-hmm. within a minute later, it's an instant message. Ah. And then he would call us. Mm-hmm. This is all within five minute period. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I won't, I won't name his name, but I, I just said, hey, um, stop that. You know, this, <laughs> this is not urgent. This mm-hmm. is, we're going to do a press release. You know, it's going to happen this week. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll, I'll look at my email once a day. Mm-hmm. It's going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. You know, you have other things to work on. Like, mm-hmm. it, but you would every single time, mm-hmm. phone call, text, instant message, right. email. And there's like for every 15 minutes of his time right there. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. And so, mm-hmm. um, but he was used to the franticness mm-hmm. of his previous campaign where mm-hmm. everything was frantic and everything right. was urgent. Everyone's on fire all the time. And but you guys we just, were so organized, of course. <laughs> it just didn't have to be that way. I mean, there are some things that you want to focus, like if you're going to be on camera in right. five minutes, then let, yeah, let's, mm-hmm. let's, mm-hmm. let's get dialed in. But right. uh, otherwise you can get way more production mm-hmm. work done if you do things in batch and mm-hmm. do things in sequence, mm-hmm. if you do things based on uh, strategy. I think that's, that's a big thing. And that's, again, back to the mindset. If you're outside and slightly elevated, mm-hmm. then you actually can have that uh, mm-hmm. viewpoint. Right. Well, oh my gosh, Josh, we only have a, a couple of minutes left. And this has been great. The, the, the time has just really gone. Um, and so, you know, all that means is that we just have to have you on again. And, and so one of the things that we didn't get to talk about at all is the personal aspects, you know, because we mentioned, you know, you, you said, you know, there's, there's kind of the four pieces and then it gets down to your personal life. And, and it's interesting. One of the, the FAQs on your website says, you know, is this book, is this system good for teenagers? And of course that answer is yes, because I mean, you talk about people that have no system, you know, and no control, and that's teenagers. I mean, they're going 900 miles an hour in 500 different directions. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I wanted to put that out there is that this is something that if you've got teenagers in your life, have them read this, have them look through it and and just see, you know, what can they be doing in their life? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oftentimes, the the, the systems that are quickest to Mm -hmm. put in place and have the biggest impact are the ones that are in your personal life Mm -hmm. because... Um, they don't cost much and you can do right. them instantaneously mm-hmm. and get the, the rewards every day. Mm-hmm. So right. uh, big impact there. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I was remembering as you were talking about that earlier about a cartoon I saw years ago and it was a little old man and, and he was saying, you know, that he watched his wife make breakfast and he counted the number of steps that she went from here to here to the fridge, to the, you know, the fridge, to the stove, to the table, to the sink, to the fridge. And, you know, and, and she had a hundred steps that she could have easily, you know, done away with. Mm-hmm. And, and then, of course, the punchline was he can now do it in 50 steps, <laughs> you know, because she <laughs> went, nah. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's, that is kind of the thing. You know, what can we do? And more importantly, can we pass it off? Or if somebody thinks they can do it better, fine, let them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're a big believer in that in our house. Mm-hmm. We, we use checklists. We use mm-hmm. Todoist to kind of, kind of manage our, our household. So it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I think it helps things run much mm-hmm. better. Because right. uh, the option is you can be disordered or ordered. Mm-hmm. What would you prefer to be? And an orderly life is going to be more effective mm-hmm. and actually more peaceful, right. more enjoyable, mm-hmm. and actually you're going to have more time and energy mm-hmm. to do things you want to do. So right. uh, I'm a big believer in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and my husband does th- these unbelievable checklists. I do a to-do list for every week and, you know, and, and, and I've gotten more and more into the habit of doing that because it helps me focus. Mm-hmm. Um, do things get moved around? Do they get crossed off? Sure. You know, 
but it, it keeps me on track to remember, oh yeah, I need to do that on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. Oh yeah. Well, Josh, this really has been great. And, and like I said, time just you know flew by because this is so much fun talking about this, but how do people find you and connect with you? Well, the best place would be to go to workthesystem.com slash business power hour. Cool. So workthesystem.com slash business power hour. And that's a, a page just for the, the listeners of your mm-hmm. uh, podcast. And so I believe what we're going to have on there is first off a free copy of Sam's book, Work the cool. System. So you can download that or get the and, audio and look version. look at this book, folks. This is, this is a, a good size book. So you're not downloading a PDF that's five pages long. Yeah, I mean, it's in this third edition. Mm-hmm. It's got thousands of reviews. It's in mm-hmm. five languages. It's been around um, 10 years. It's mm-hmm. it's like, um, if people have read the book, The E-Myth, this is like the next book you'd want to read. So mm-hmm. The E-Myth talks about how you you should build systems. This one actually mm-hmm. shows you how. So it's it's a really life-changing right. book. And so I would definitely do that. I mean, you can, mm-hmm. you can buy it for 25 bucks or you could just get it for free on our website. Perfect. Um, that would be the first thing. Also, I do a podcast as well where mm-hmm. I interview people like you, Deb, and other experts uh, or previous clients of mine. We talk about how mm-hmm. to improve their business so they can Great. be more efficient. Mm-hmm. And then also, the flagship product of our company is our group coaching. So basically, mm-hmm. every quarter, I take a number of entrepreneurs through a program. And uh, you know they're stuck in it for four months, mm-hmm. but they have amazing results. And so you can read about that on the same same page. Perfect. I love it. And again, that's workthesystem.com slash business power hour. And thank you for setting up a a page just for this. Well, do you have any final thoughts you want to leave everyone with? Hmm. Final thoughts is I would say um, you can do a whole lot more than you think you can, Um, but you have to think long-term. I think would probably be the main, the main point kind of as we summarize everything we're talking about Mm -hmm. is don't get overwhelmed with the day-to-day think long-term and realize that the pieces that you build um, are going to produce ROI. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that, that system you built, it's only going to last you. It, it's not going to kind of reach ROI for two weeks or two months, but eventually it's going to hit break even. And then after that, it's going to pay you back for the rest of your life. And so invest in the future, invest in your future, your team's future, and you won't regret it. Great. I love it. Well, I really have been having a great time talking with Joss Fonger. I'm Deb Creer. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank you.